0: Hi, I'm Dr. Alicia Armitstead. I'm a chiropractor who specializes in nutrition, and I wanted to talk to you today about infertility and how to help couples, both men and women, become their healthiest, most fertile self. Infertility, unfortunately, is a growing concern. I started practice over 14 years ago, and back then I feel like I only saw a handful of women a year, but now I feel like infertility is something I'm constantly helping women with, The CDC says there is currently seven and a half million women having difficulty getting pregnant or staying pregnant. That's a lot of women wanting to become pregnant who are sadly unable to do so. Thankfully, there are natural ways in order to help, and I see miracles happen every day in my practice. As the rate of infertility continues to increase, I do blame the toxins in our modern world and food supply, polluting the body and compromising these precious functions of the body, fertility, pregnancy, and childbirth. I have never seen somebody lose their child at twenty, twenty-two weeks, 23 weeks, and now it seems like a common thing. I also think emotional stress plays into it, too. Doctors state infertility can be due to poor nutrition, thyroid disorders, candida, excessive exercise, not enough exercise, obesity, and hormonal problems. But at the root of all of these is stress and toxins. So, our job at Healing Arts NYC is to give the body the right nutrition and detox while helping patients find the right stress management tools to help them get pregnant and have healthy babies. What is infertility? Infertility, I define it as not being able to get pregnant despite having frequent unprotected sex for at least a year. Some women come to me wanting help to get pregnant before the year is up, but I truly don't label it as infertility unless you've been trying for over a year. Let me tell you about the best natural infertility treatment options that can help you and your partner to conceive sooner rather than later without timely, costly, and often invasive infertility treatments. When helping women with infertility, I ask for both partners to come in and start a nutrition program even if Western medicine finds nothing wrong with both partners. I think the healthier both partners are, the higher the chances of becoming pregnant and the healthier the baby is. What I do can also be combined with Western medicine and fertility treatments. You don't have to choose alternative and natural versus Western medicine. They can be combined. And number one is to eat a healing diet. One of the most important natural infertility treatment options, as with most health conditions, is to eat a proper healthy diet. Foods that help natural infertility treatment include organic foods, because pesticides can affect estrogen and other hormones. Therefore, it's important to choose only organic products as much as possible. The organic farming process ensures that any pesticides used on the crops are made from natural ingredients without arsenic or tobacco dust and are free from conventional or synthetic pesticides. A 2018 study, and I'll leave the actual study in the description as a link if you want more details, but a 2018 study published by JAMA conducted a diet assessment analysis of 325 women who received fertility treatments. This diet assessment analyzed the concentrated amount of pesticide found on the fruits and vegetables that the women ingested. The main outcome from this study highlighted that the women who received the fertility treatments and ingested fruits and vegetables with higher concentration of pesticides were 18% less likely to have successful clinical pregnancies and 26% less likely to have live births. Besides a healthy diet free of pesticides, try to increase your intake of wild-caught fish for the omega-3s can help reduce inflammation, which can promote fertilization and implantation of the egg. Research also suggests that a diet rich in omega-3 fatty acids can help regulate ovulation, improving egg quality, and even delay aging of the ovaries. Just try to avoid fish high in mercury. Also, try to eat vitamin E-rich foods. For vitamin E is critical for many hormones and proper functioning of the endocrine system. My top three favorite food sources of vitamin E are spinach, sesame seeds, and avocado. Try also adding more sesame seed oil to your diet. These three foods should be eaten on a daily basis. Foods rich in vitamin C will also help. Vitamin C helps trigger ovulation in women and can increase sperm in men. Vitamin C foods also help your body absorb iron, which is important for women who are trying to become pregnant. Grapefruits and other citrus fruits, kiwis, red peppers, and kale are great sources. Foods rich in folate. Folate, or folic acid, is a vitamin B that helps the body build new cells and prevent birth deficiencies. Experts recommend increasing folate intake before getting pregnant. To ensure a healthy pregnancy. Most women are encouraged to take a prenatal vitamin with folic acid to ensure that they get the recommended dose. Foods naturally rich in folate include green leafy vegetables, citrus fruits, beans, and wheat germ. If you are thinking about getting pregnant within the next three months, I would start a prenatal with folate now. Get the body ready. The red blood cell lives to be three months. So if you have the prenatal three months ahead of time, you have all that nutrition with the good new red blood cell supply. Other foods, broccoli, cabbage, and Brussels sprouts. Because these cruciferous vegetables contain an enzyme which helps the liver metabolize estrogen, it's best to actually steam these vegetables because they're not as effective eaten raw. Pumpkin seeds for men are really good because it provides zinc, an essential nutrient for reproduction. Red raspberry leaf is also known for its effect on fertility. The leaves of raspberry plants are believed to cure infertility in both men and women. I suggest drinking a cup of red raspberry leaf tea a day for best results. I also use red raspberry leaf tea to help regulate menstrual cycles when the cycle is too long or too short and it's great while pregnant too because it helps tone the uterus, decrease nausea, and ease labor pains. I also use it afterwards for breastfeeding mothers because it helps increase milk production. Foods that can actually negatively impact we need to look at as well. High fat processed meats because these can increase inflammation levels and may contain additives and other chemicals that toxify the body. Grains, you need to be careful of not having too many carbs, white refined flour or wheat because grains can increase cortisol and estrogen, leading to infertility issues. We want to do everything we can to keep the hormones balanced. Refined sugar is one of the worst things because it can reduce immune function and may cause nutrient depletion. We want all the good vitamins and minerals to supply the fetus with the right environment. High intake of refined sugar also contributes to obesity, which is a big risk factor for infertility. A lot of people think just decreasing alcohol is enough, but I really want to abstain from it altogether. Alcohol increases inflammation and reduces immune function as well. For women, Heavy drinking is associated with an increased risk of ovulation disorders and endometriosis. For men, it lowers testosterone levels, causes erectile dysfunction, and decreases sperm production. Caffeine as well can cause hormone imbalances, dehydration, and lead to mineral deficiencies. High consumption has been shown to interfere with fertility. The American Pregnancy Association says that more than 200 to 300 milligrams of caffeine per day may reduce fertility by 27%. So limiting it is a good idea, but again, I would get rid of caffeine altogether if you could. And also be careful of drugs. Like marijuana can negatively affect fertility by making ovulation more difficult each month. Also quit smoking not just for the health benefits, but also to increase your chances of getting pregnant. I can go on and on about diet, so for more information, check out the link in the description of the blog on my high libido diet for both men and women. We also want to decrease our plastic use. Plastic leaches into our food and water from Ziploc bags, saran wrap, plastic forks, straws, water bottles, Tupperware, If we think about it, we use plastic all the time. When our food is hot, especially touching the plastic, it allows plastic to leach in even faster, like in takeout containers and using the microwave. And when the plastic touches our mouth, our mouth is 98 degrees, the plastic can leach a lot more. So Do your absolute best to avoid plastic, but you can't get rid of it altogether. When you buy a bag of peas, nothing you can do. It's going to come in plastic. It's just that the plastic, when it enters our body, acts like estrogen, throwing the hormones out of whack. Not only is it known to cause infertility, but breast cancer and obesity as well. BPA is a known estrogen disruptor in plastic, but plastic has a lot more chemicals in it that our government hasn't recognized. So BPA-free does help, but it's not enough. We want to stay away from plastic altogether. The thicker the plastic, the less leaching occurs. And the nice thing is there's lots of not-plastic alternatives. We now have stainless steel straws and glass water bottles that you can use instead. Plus, it's better for Mother Earth. My third tip besides eating a healthy diet and reducing your plastic use, is to take fertility-promoting supplements, including evening primrose oil, because it, it contains a high level of gamma-linolenic acid, also known as GLA. It's an essential fatty acid that boosts fertility efforts by increasing cervical mucus and strengthening the uterine function. Vitex, also known as chaseberry, helps balance estrogen, You can also take a vitamin C or a vitamin E supplement. I don't use synthetic vitamin C or vitamin E. When it comes to vitamin E, I love to give my patients wheat germ oil capsules because it's the full vitamin E complex that's naturally occurring. It's not synthetic because a lot of times synthetic just takes a piece of vitamin C or vitamin E. We want the full complex. Number four tip Decrease your stress. You'll often find decreasing stress as a solution to infertility at the bottom of the list, but it's actually really important. It should be number one on my list, actually. In today's world, the high stress is continually underestimated impacting our health. I really want to emphasize how crucial it can be to decrease stress for overall good health, and in particular, if you're trying to conceive. This is why couples who are trying to conceive tend to finally get pregnant when they go on vacation, and trust me about this, because I work with a lot of stressed New Yorkers. Research has shown that stress has a direct impact on a woman's risk of infertility. One study measured the levels of an enzyme linked with stress in the saliva of women who are trying to get pregnant over a one-year time span. The enzyme that was measured is alpha amylase, an enzyme that helps the body digest carbohydrates that's also linked to the fight-or-flight stress response. It's one reason why we stress eat, we want the carbohydrates. The researchers found that the women with the highest amylase levels had a 29% lower chance of getting pregnant compared to women who had the lowest levels of the enzyme. This is the perfect time to take a look at your priorities determine what causes you the most stress and eliminate it if you can. If you can't eliminate it, you must find ways to cope with the stress and lower it. The stress might be there, but it can't affect your body. Once you become a parent, all priorities shift. If you're stressed out now, you're going to be even more stressed out later. We need help with your stress now. Part of your daily stress management routine Can include exercise, meditating, journaling, breathing exercises, therapy, maybe talking to a good friend. It doesn't matter what it looks like, just that you do something daily to help, even if you don't feel stressed. We need to stay on top of it. If you're already stressed and you feel it in your body, it's already too late. The hormones have shifted. So that's why doing something daily as a preventative is even better. Number five, get more sleep. In addition to keeping stress levels low, getting adequate sleep is vital for improving fertility. The average woman, 30 to 60 years old, gets only six hours and 41 minutes of sleep during the work week, according to the National Sleep Foundation. Research has shown that not clocking enough hours of sleep each night can negatively impact your ability to conceive. While trying to conceive, you should get at least eight hours of sleep every night. Why is sleep so important to get pregnant? There are actually multiple reasons. Sleeping or not sleeping has a powerful effect on your body's hormone system. If you don't get enough sleep, then your cycle as well as your ovulation can get thrown off. If you don't get enough sleep, your leptin levels typically go down and this can negatively impact ovulation as well. Leptin is a specific hormone. People who have serious sleep problems like insomniacs also tend to have higher levels of stress hormones, which does not encourage fertility. You should aim for the eight plus hours of sleep per night and schedule downtime during the week and do things that bring you joy. If you're having trouble sleeping, natural sleep aids can help as a form of natural infertility treatment as well. It's best to get muscle tested for what herbs can help you sleep, but I have seen lots of great results with valerian root and lemon balm. Usually a patient just needs one, not both. Now exercise can really help decrease the stress levels of somebody and help the hormones get balanced out. The mood improves, sleep is better, and you may even experience an increase in your sexual appetite. All of these changes occur with changes in hormones. For example, we often hear about the feel-good hormone, serotonin, increases with exercise. Our bodies are created to eat healthy and be active each and every day, but so many of us don't even come close to this normal existence. If you want to become pregnant, it's vital, get often overlooked, to engage in regular exercise in order to get your hormones in proper order. From the release of the egg to the condition of the sperm, its ability to reach and fertilize the egg. Hormones play a role in just about every process when it comes to conception. I think engaging in moderate cardio exercise is the best way to exercise to effectively balance your hormones. Get your body moving four times a week for 30 minutes. Exercising regularly also promotes a healthy waistline, which helps your chances of conceiving. I caution you against long distance cardio exercise or anything over strenuous. Studies have shown that working out too hard can cause problems with hormones and fertility. So you need to find that balance of exercising and yet not too much. Now as a chiropractor, I need to tell you that going to a chiropractor may not be the first thing you consider when wanting to become pregnant, but my results in the office and research shows it may hold important keys to helping you get pregnant. Chiropractic care is based on wellness of the entire body, not just treating the symptom with a drug or surgery, which we often do today. When it comes to fertility, chiropractic adjustments can really make a difference for many people. According to the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association, research shows that any misalignment in the spine can impact nerve impulses. When it comes to infertility, blocked neurological signals can seriously impact the pituitary as well as the hypothalamus, creating problems with hormone balances that often lead to infertility problems. These glands, the hypothalamus and pituitary, are glands in the brain that connect to your brain. With your hormones. When these glands are stimulated, they produce hormones that affect the thyroid, adrenals, uterus, and ovaries in women, and prostate and testes in men. These glands are the boss of the whole hormonal chain. If they aren't producing the right hormone signals, your chances of getting pregnant are limited. It's vital to have a healthy spine in order to have a healthy reproductive system. My eighth step. Of advice is essential oils. For women, I suggest Roman chamomile, thyme, and lane lane. And for men, sandalwood and thyme can help. It's best to get muscle tested for what essential oils may be your best. It might be just one or a combination. And then rub two drops on the bottom of each foot before sleep. It's at the bottom of the foot that and essential oil gets absorbed fastest in the bloodstream. Many times, if a couple tries to become pregnant and is unable to, the man and woman think that there must be something wrong with them, and something pretty serious. They'll often think that one or maybe both of them is just completely infertile. However, that's simply not usually the case. I want you to know that there's hope. There are risk factors for infertility, many of which are actually under your control. One you can't control is your age, and unfortunately, the older a woman gets, the harder it can be to conceive due to a decrease in the quality and quantity of eggs, even though I have helped many women in their 40s get pregnant. The other risk factors are all under your control, poor diet, stress, smoking, being overweight, heavy alcohol consumption. Even if you're diagnosed with PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, there are a lot of lifestyle changes that can be made to lower your testosterone and no longer have PCOS. PCOS is actually the number one reason for infertility in women. Irregular or abnormal ovulation in a woman is responsible for about 25% of all female infertility problems. In roughly 40% of infertile couples, the male is either the sole cause or or contributing cause of the couple's infertility. A man may not be producing enough sperm, or the sperm made may be too slow or oddly shaped. Thus, it can be a problem of quantity or quality or both. For men, I highly suggest drinking at least three liters of water a day. Dehydration is one big reason for low sperm count, and make sure you don't have any electronics around your waist. Don't wear your phone at your hip or in your pocket, and don't use a laptop on your lap. The radiation exposure from electronics can really interfere with sperm production, but this goes for women as well, to keep the uterus and ovaries healthy. Don't put an iPad or laptop actually on your lap. There are several possible biological causes of infertility for women, including lack of ovulation, premature ovarian insufficiency, PCOS, hypothalamus or pituitary dysfunction, too much prolactin, damaged fallopian tubes, and endometriosis. However, sometimes a cause of infertility just isn't found through Western medicine. And that's why couples want to try the muscle testing that we do at Healing Arts NYC. With muscle testing, we can test the function of the organs before Western medicine picks up on a problem. Also, we get really good success with couples that have miscarriages because we help the body detox, and I think that's why women do get miscarriages. It's because the environment inside the uterus is toxic, whether it's plastic or pesticides or maybe it's heavy metals, the body knows that the environment is too toxic and isn't good for the baby. So the goal is to detox the body and with the right nutrition, create a healthy environment in the uterus so that women can become pregnant and have the healthiest babies. When is a woman least fertile? It's good to know so you can time intercourse appropriately. Women are typically at their least fertile right before menstruation, during menstruation and just after menstruation. However, it's possible to get pregnant any time of the month. It's helpful to take your basal temperature and figure out when you're ovulating to time intercourse because it's then, during ovulation, right when the egg is released from the ovary, within that day or so, that you have the highest chance of getting pregnant. Whether you have infertility issues or not, if you're thinking about getting pregnant in the near future, you may want to start a nutrition protocol to detox and be your healthiest self, not just for you, but for the baby. Also, if you currently have a menstrual cycle that's too long, 35 days or more, or too short, less than 21 days, or you have irregular periods or no period at all, you may want to address that before even trying to get pregnant. Here are some numbers so that you can understand more about infertility. About 20% of women in the U.S. now have their first child after 35 years old and this leads to age becoming a growing cause of fertility problems. About a third of couples in which the woman is older than 35 years have fertility problems. 25% of infertile couples have more than one factor that are contributing to the infertility. Irregular or abnormal ovulation accounts for approximately 25% of all female infertility problems. In roughly 40% of infertile couples, the male partner is either the sole cause or contributing cause of infertility. Up to 13% of female infertility is caused by cigarette smoking. Struggling with infertility can be upsetting and obviously a personal experience. As the rates of infertility continue to climb, we must look for all natural solutions when fertility goes awry. The costs of traditional drug and surgery treatments for infertility are not only high financially, but they can take a physical toll down the road for both the partners and the conceived child. As with many of the other physical and emotional health problems, it's best to get back to the basics with diet, exercise, better sleep, low stress levels, and making an effort to minimize your exposure to toxins. When your overall health, both physical and mental, is optimal, the rest will surely follow. Don't underestimate the power of natural infertility support and try to incorporate these health tips now. Next week, I will talk about the number one reason for infertility in women, PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, how I have helped hundreds of women with PCOS balance out their hormones naturally and why I actually look at it as a blood sugar issue and think of it as diabetes of the ovaries. So more to come.